Hi, I'm Bryce. And I'm Jimmy. We are telecom and creative professionals. We're also fans of podcasting as our respective careers give us an abundance of windshield time. While there is a podcast for just about any obscure topic you can think of, there was no regular podcast pertaining to Montana politics. That is why with our combined powers, we are Montana Voices Podcast. We strive to be an independent voice for all issues pertaining to Montanans and Montana politics. We also strive to be very forthcoming with our personal biases as we attempt to see beyond them. Montana Voices Podcast does not operate in a vacuum. We need your support. Whether that be listening to our cast, providing us feedback, sending us conversation topics, sharing our content, or providing financial support. We look forward to a long career in podcasting with your added assistance. Well, welcome to episode 26 of Montana Voices Podcast. We're back from hiatus here. It's great to be here. Glad you could join us. It certainly is. I'm trying something new. This is our first live feed, and we're uh, no editing. We'll, we'll do it live, Bryce. Just like Bill O'Reilly in the old days, I believe. He was the one who got famous saying that line, right? Yeah, that was Bill O'Reilly. So, well, what a time to be alive. The technology has come to a place where uh, people that don't have a lot of money, like ourselves, um, can afford to do this sort of stuff. The technology is easily reachable. Everybody should be on live. Yeah, it's a place to be. Well, we've got a number of issues. Uh, this is sort of a uh, very loose cast. Usually we have a somewhat rigid script that we run through, but I figured it's been so long. Uh, months, it feels like, uh, mostly because it was months. So uh, let's go through our business, and then we'll dive right into our issues here. Indeed, let's pull up the old business list here. It's been a hot minute. Uh, so, you know, if you want to check out all of our episodes from the past and see what we're up to, our website's going to be the best place for that, and that's going to be montanavoicespodcast.com. If you want to email us your uh, gripes, concerns, any complaints, or if you'd like to be on this show, we're more than happy to have you on. You can email us at montanavoices at gmail.com. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at montana underscore voices. You're watching us on Facebook Live right now, we assume, uh, so you know, at Montana Voices Podcast. And then uh, you can look us up on YouTube by uh, searching for Montana Voices Podcast. Well, that is an exhaustive list of, you know, if only there was one place where we could put all of our things. That if would only. Be. If only. Well, let's uh, dive into our new issues. said it's been a bit and a lot has happened since we last spoke, but there's no time looking back into the past. We just have to go blaze straight forward into the future here. Indeed. See what do we got first coming up here. Well, uh, to start out, um, you know, usually you only see this kind of news in the likes of Billings, but uh, it seems Great Falls is starting to tread into this industry as well. Um, and that industry is the—I don't know what it would be a, the best term for this one. You, you could call it trafficking. Uh, we are keeping yeah. this radio ready and clean and stuff because um, we're going to talk about radio later. So you can say trafficking. That is. Uh, grotesque but it's not anything the fcc is going to frown on yeah well i mean that's kind of what it was too anyway so might as well call it what it is well there's trafficking there's prostitution um we are typically talking about a uh, sting that just went through the uh by the kathy county sheriff's office apparently with a bunch of organizations and they they called it trafficking and you know um and they call a lot of these things trafficking, but it's not trafficking in the classical sense. They use the specific word trafficking in any news release when they talked about people that are arrested and such. 
but this appears to just be a case of regular prostitution. Um, this is adults who uh, made ads for sex and um, got arrested when they came looking for that sex. So, yeah. So I don't know. That almost to me makes me wonder if they're uh, what the state's terms are for such, you know, crimes. I guess. I don't think there is any hard criteria. But I know there um, there has been a lot of attention on trafficking recently, and you know certainly it is an issue. And if it happens, yeah, you just have to put a uh, sort of forefront on that because I'm, I'm talking about trafficking. I don't want to detract from trafficking, and obviously no person supports trafficking and wants to do everything they can to stop it. But I'm talking about the definition of trafficking when we're talking about consensual adults, even if they're doing something illegal, such as prostitution in this case, which uh, there was five people arrested, I think, Bryce. Um, yeah, I believe so. Five total is what it looks like. Yeah, five in the initial, uh, and, uh, one woman, which is surprising, because that, uh, you know, when they do this sort of bust, uh, usually they're after Johns, I think. But, uh, don't worry, I'm sure the justice system will get her the exact help she needs. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I believe they'll arrest any anyone and everyone who walks through that door. And speaking of watching, uh, walking through doors, uh, I touch about the t touch of class, uh, over there, um, which I guess the uh, sheriff's office is finally catching up on because, you know, it was sort of a joke even when I was in high school or earlier in Great Falls that uh, that it was touch of clap or uh, touch of... <laughs> That's one I didn't ever really hear myself, but... Um, you you know, must have been in different circles, Bryce. Anytime that you see any kind of massage place that's open for 24 hours, it's kind of a telling sign, so... Uh, just seems like a hard place to keep staffed that long. Any 24-hour operation is usually hard staffing, you know? Yeah, exactly, which is why the only restaurant open in uh, Great Falls at night is Burger King, and uh, I think even Hardee's quit doing that for 24 hours. If I, I, I believe there's still Denny's up on the hill there. Uh, is, is that really a restaurant, though? Uh, <laughs> is Burger King? <laughs> Good point. A fair point. So they arrested the uh, Mad Am of Touch of Class. Turns out they had a system and were categorizing Johns, as they call them. And uh, this is not the first time she's ever been arrested for this work, so apparently she's uh, you know, a, a figure in the community. Arrested 15 years ago, then arrested uh, in another state uh, long before that. So, it's a lot of time in this business. It is. Well, uh, hopefully she can find her way into a new line of work that's uh, not as illegal. Yeah, well, she was a business owner, and, you know, having any business last that long, uh, even a uh, very illicit one, uh, I think, uh, totes some skills. Well, I mean, it, it, she puts herself into a tough position now. If she ends up with a felony, it's going to be hard to get a loan bank from the bank. But uh, anyways. Well, Burger King may be hiring uh, upon her release, so. Anyways, um, yeah, this is... Uh, I feel like we've spent too much time on this now. Uh, it, it's an unfortunate event, either way you look at it. And um, hopefully this town can see its way out of this mess and on to, onwards and upwards to better places. Like, so, uh, you know, getting out there to uh, green our lawns. Yeah, our public lawns in Pacific. Uh, I mean, uh, we can't have any homeless out on the uh, Great Falls uh, public library lawn. That's a, uh, a big no-no. Apparently, uh, we were citing an article, a recent article in the E-City Beat uh, by Common Contributor. Uh, 
should we give him attention? Because uh, Rick Tryon is the author of the article, and his uh, recent shtick is sort of his... You gotta cite your sources. Yeah, I do, but uh, he's a political candidate now, and I feel it's unfair that we give him time and not talk about his opponent, because, uh, you know, there's... Who is his opponent? I don't even know. Um, he's going against some... Is it? Is it Hauk, or...? I... I don't know, it's commissioner he's going for, right? So yeah, I guess it would be Hauk. Oh man, it's finally oh, Hauk. Uh, so yeah, I guess we'll have to see how that one rolls out. Yeah, so as far as, you know, fair time, I'm, I mean, when Trump decided to run for presidency, uh, MSNBC took uh, whatever his reality show was, uh, stopped airing it for, for free and stopped airing it entirely. And I haven't seen it since. Um, but I don't know if the... Uh, that wasn't the bachelor or the Patriot or something where it was firing people. Yeah. The apprentice. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm sure glad we have a president who had the guts to stand up to Gary Busey. I don't think he stood up to Gary Busey as much as meatloaf. Uh, stood up to Barry, <laughs> Gary Busey from what I saw. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to review the tapes if they're, they're available. So, yeah. So yeah, they, uh, Rick had a recent article uh, complaining about the, uh, apparently he went to the library and there was some homeless people camping out in the middle of the day. Um, I have yet to see that. In fact, I was in town uh, on that same weekend that he posted that, and I went and even took a picture of the uh, not homeless people, but nobody was there. So, and he has actually a few other articles, uh, talks about safety and one incident's too much, and uh, they're all in the E-City beat, which of course is the right wing uh, alternative to I think the electric. Yeah, it's the other independent news network within Great Falls. Um, but yeah, uh, for as long as I remember going to Great Falls Public Library, there's always been like the potential for at least a couple, uh, you know, ragtag looking uh, fellows outside because you're in the downtown area, and like, I mean, some of those people just don't have homes. So like, where do you want them to go? Uh, downtown you know? within very close walking distance of the rescue mission where we typically congregate. And on top of that, like the other thing I'm curious about with this is uh, there were people were camping out during the day from what the report was, right? Yeah. Most places are stickers about overnight camping. They could care less what you're doing on the lawn during the day. Cause it's a public lawn. Uh, you, you know, it, who knows you're reading a book in your sleeping bag and you fell asleep. Well, there's, I think, some loitering laws, I assume, would apply. Um, Probably, but, like, it's just a matter of, like, I would assume that they don't start enforcing those until they start to become a problem out there, which it seems to be so because it's becoming an eyesore for some people. So I'm, I'm sure that probably is what caused a call to the local PD. Who will probably handle it and charge somebody with loitering, which, uh, and trespassing and whatever else they can, uh, well, maybe they usually don't do that right away. I don't think probably just tell them to move it along. And then if you come back, we'll charge you, but right. So then again, that's all up to who uh, shows up to respond to that. Yeah. Each officer could handle it differently, uh, for sure. But you know, I'm not, you know, I've seen no evidence of that. Uh, I would like to see if there was pictures available of this. I'll uh, keep an eye on the library for you. Perhaps the next live cast we can do, I can go hang out outside there if I can connect up to their Wi-Fi. Oh, man. I hope their Wi-Fi is... Uh, <laughs> we're, suck we're sucking down some bandwidth right now. So, 
Well, they are, uh, yeah, they're blocking view of drop boxes. He, he has three, at least three articles up about this same subject. Uh, well, the, uh, the Dropbox article, I don't think he wrote, but, um, that is worth noting though. There's new drop boxes, great false public library. We'll check them out. Oh, turn your books. Yep. Uh, much better than the old drop boxes, apparently. Oh yeah. Those old ones have been there for a significantly long time. It seems. Well, I mean, it's a box. I mean, <laughs> I'm glad we yeah. got new ones. These uh, new ones, though, like it seems... Are they fancier? Uh -huh. I mean, you sure as heck are not going to be uh, camping out inside of one uh, when, when you get kicked off the lawn, I tell you that. <laughs> this thing looks pretty secure. So, yeah, but I think he's doing it all wrong, his commentary here, because, you know, Great Falls is sort of a moderate, maybe even somewhat conservative city, uh, definitely in the national scheme of things, but as far as Montana goes, I think they're... A little bit on the right and you're only supposed to criticize left-leaning cities uh, for their homeless problems um, such as Missoula which would be fair game there's a lot of homeless here um, usually it's of no event sometimes they go play kickball in the park with them and and see them in passing but yeah you should be criticizing Missoula. how are they kickball in Missoula I haven't played kickball with the local population here but I haven't played kickball really since I was in about fifth grade but how are they over there at kickball oh they're, they're pretty good you know what that's First, one thing I like about Missoula is the uh, community spirit. You know, you can just show up at a park and play kickball with a bunch of strangers. Strangers and a few homeless people and uh, some college students show up. Uh, you know, maybe they were homeless too or, or definitely looked like it. But <laughs> I mean, what's the difference in these days? At least several of them were, in fact, homeless. I see. And, and we've talked about this on a previous cast about the, uh, the homeless. Tent and, yeah, Tent City and the proximity to the Walmart and how that... The Walmart by the river always smells at night. Yeah, I remember us going over that one. <laughs> and it turns out it's completely unrelated to the homeless. Uh, the sewage treatment plant is uh, a little bit down the block from that Walmart. Oh, okay. So it's kind of because, I mean, we now have two Walmarts as well. And I guess one could argue that we have a smelly Walmart being the one next to the uh, refinery. Oh, there's, there's always got to be a smelly Walmart. There has to be two, so you can be like, yeah, let's not go to that one. Yeah, let's no. not go to However, I think that the other Walmart is a little bit uh, more of a rougher one, just because it's on like the, like the very, very edge of town over there. I know that's one where somebody almost got stabbed at. Ooh, almost got stabbed. Almost. Yeah, up their game. Near, near miss. I mean, there's do or do not. I mean. Yeah, well, you know, they uh, clearly weren't good at stabbing, so. Clearly. Clearly. So, yeah, that's a odd layout for a Walmart, just like our other Walmart. Apparently, uh, all the people drive to the other Walmart because they don't want to go to the smelly one. So that's why you need to. Well, yeah. let's let's abandon this topic and move on. And, and speaking of abandonment, uh, Bullock is uh, continuing his run for 2020. I can't believe that. Is this still like. He was on the debates, so... Indeed, but is his term for governor up this time around? Or is he, like, uh, you know, g giving up his spot to go try and take out Trump here, essentially? Oh, man, well, uh, there's many people jumping, chomping at the bit for that job. I just feel like there's probably at least one or two of his advisors that are like, Steve, uh, it would probably be very beneficial to just everybody... In general, if you kept being governor or tried to run for governor again, as opposed to just, you know, flying off. Cause... 
yeah, who's, run for governor again or run for Senate. That's what a lot of people are trying to who's push. Who's running to. for governor now instead of him now? Because we've got Gene Forte well, and who on the, is running against him? He's like, not up. It's not till next year. So if he were to get elected, he would uh, assumingly relay his duties to his lieutenant governor and oh. then the not doing governor okay. stuff. I see. So he's still... My apologies, then. I thought that the governor's race was up at the uh, same time as the election year. Oh, is it six years or four years? Because um, we just had our, our Senate, and then next year we're going to have another Senate race. So, or a congressional race, because we do them in off years. Um, yeah, he should he should run for the Senate, but, you know, him losing, <laughs> losing in the Democratic primary, I don't think is going to stop him from running from the Senate. So they're not mutually exclusive, is what I'm saying. I see. Yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting times to see how that rolls out. Well, I, I don't think it rolls out with him getting to the White House. Then I. Did, well, he didn't write the damn bill. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw some clips of him. I, I didn't listen to the whole hour-long debate. Uh, it seems like there ought to be a better format, and I'm, I'm hoping that uh, you know for the next election cycle they don't let. Uh, the corporate overlords have control of the uh, the platform that they they do something else and maybe we can bring back debate like uh they do the old-fashioned debates or how they do in the uh, house of commons over uh, across the ocean um have you seen those debates where you know their prime minister or whatever is actually in their house and or what they call the house of commons and they actually debate each other you know somebody stands up somebody sits down somebody raises a point it's you know, it seems like a melee but those darn british are so polite that it works out yeah, you know, uh, I will say the debate between Trump and Hillary, um, even though it had its moments where it was definitely horrific, uh, overall, I, I like the format there where they were allowed to just kind of walk around. He probably should have, like, you know, not gone directly behind her at those times. But uh, other than that, I thought it was cool that they could just waltz around like that, go up. Get in people's faces while they're giving their points. You know, I would think that should be the format that we should go to. It's how I get the most issues. Um, every, every time I heard a, in this last debate, every time somebody was trying to, you know, say something, they give him as little as fifteen seconds to respond to a policy question, which isn't enough. And like, as soon as they're getting to the crux of it, it's like your time is up. So yeah, disappointing. Um, yeah, this whole thing's disappointing. I mean, there's—I don't even know how many candidates there are in there now. I don't have time to watch all these debates. There's well, I mean, there's like two. We've had two Democratic debates like consecutively now over like the last two nights. And the second night, they didn't even have Bernie or uh, Warren in that one. Well, there's, there's too many, many to have on one stage. Yeah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. You got to cut it down. You shouldn't even be debating if there's too many people. Yeah, I thought it was bad when uh, the Republicans in 2016 had 15 or so, but they I think they got them into one debate that wasn't like this, where everybody and their dog was uh, just jumping at it. So, geez, um, who will take down Trump, or will anybody take down Trump in 2020? I'm not optimistic. Yeah. I don't think so. It's it's going to be interesting to find out, because uh, they, uh, I mean... Basically, all that was was just them pulling up a bunch of horrific shit everyone else at that podium had done, like, you know, years back. Well, they, you know, shouldn't be forgotten. Um, we have some real leaders and uh, that Joe Biden stuff from the 70s. Uh, that was uh, rough. And I think that was the first Ooh. debate. Ouch. 
Yeah, but bullet he should probably not show up again. Yeah. <laughs> Although we've been saying that, uh, you know, if he was going to do it, he should have done it in 2016. That's uh, when he had his shot, and we could have a you know, very different country at this moment, so. Yeah, well, we'll have to see where that goes, I guess. Yeah, but uh, it won't be for Bullock. So <laughs> back to uh, Bullock will be back in the stage, just like we're getting back. Uh, uh, Missoula has a new crypto ban out, uh, uh, which uh, bans the um, increase in business or new Bitcoin mining related businesses. So those are those are out in, in Missoula County, at least. So uh, we I know we've talked about this in length before, but, you know, they're you know putting the wheels on who needs tech industry. But Great Falls is going to take the helm, apparently. Um, there's talks that old uh, powerhouse over in Great Falls that is apparently no longer needed because they did that new construction to have the new powerhouse. Um, that could be a new Bitcoin mining facility. Yeah, and from everything I've seen, it seems like they're going to be pulling the trigger on it. Um, I'm not seeing a lot of pushback, which, like, it, I don't know, it seems to me a little concerning because from what I've seen, from these blockchain operations a lot of times uh, if they start to become not lucrative they will back out pretty fast but um you know i, I suppose if this is one where it's gonna you know basically fund running that dam by having them rent out that space then like i am you know, fine whatever i just am nervous because all of those devices drawing all of that power down there, what is that going to do to everyone else's rates? Well, those rates are regulated. So yeah, hopefully, so. hopefully nothing. Um, Hope so. But, you know, I know the numbers seem seem like a lot because they say this could power 1,300 homes or, or whatever. But, uh, you know, when you look at other industries, I don't think it's that, uh, that far out of whack for what you get in industry. So, um you know, haters going to hate, I think. They're not on the Bitcoin train. Well, it's a new technology. People are afraid of new things and technology, uh, you know, in general. So not surprising that they would be fearful of such an, a thing like this. But this could be a, a good thing, because as I understand, if this doesn't come to fruition, I mean, that building's not really designed or ideal for anything else. So it, it will likely get torn down if it's not used. And it's historic. Uh, I think 1920, if I'm thinking right. Wow. That's pretty old. Yeah, pretty old, but a great spot for <laughs> old meets the new. That's uh, crazy. A building in 1920 is going to house, uh, or could house, the newest in technology here. It'll be interesting to see what kind of uh, retrofits they do inside of that place. Uh, ventilation? I wonder if they do liquid cooling. That'd be something. Yeah, right there. They got all that water. Might as yeah. well bring it in. Still well, open the window. Well, let's uh, get a little less nerdy here. Or, I don't know, I was talking AM radio. Yeah. Is that less nerdy at all? I don't know. I feel like that's about on the uh, same level, if not more. But, yeah, no, let's get into it there. AM radio. She lives on. She does. And there is a new station in Great Falls, or a new old station, 1310. <laughs> K-E-I-N is back on the air. Um, I've actually never just heard of her. Never heard Oh, it was a classic. They played the you know, 40s, 50s. Uh, I think they stopped with that 50s, 60s stuff. So just uh, 50s and earlier, I think, is what they did. Variety, as they called. And they're back on the air, and I've just been informed that they're off the air <laughs> again and uh, will likely be back on the air next week. Can you – how 
how much is that to like just turn off your station? Well, when they turned it off before, this sort of has a, a weird you know, story. Uh, KEIN was owned by Steve Dow. He's the owner of Munson Radio, the company that does the beepers over there. If that's still a business, who I've knows? Seen one in a long time. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was the owner, but got in some legal trouble with uh, the landowner Creed Evans. So Creed Evans owned the land, and Steve Dow from Munson Radio owned the actual radio station. And he got uh, court order that he was locked out of the building. And apparently, um, in their disagreement, somebody broke in, an unknown source, who knows, and uh, shut off the breakers to turn off 1310. <laughs> oh, jeez. And since Steve Dow wasn't allowed in, um, it's been off the air. And now I don't know who the current owners are. Uh, I do have a guy who's sort of on the inside, maybe. But I can't tell you anything more about that. Um, I can tell you that it's an Esquire, so it's owned by a lawyer in federal court at the moment and will be turned over to its official owner soon, even though it's technically already operating. So. Ah, well, uh, <laughs> good luck Confusing. to that new owner. I feel like that whoever that new owner is is uh, <laughs> about to just hit a golden opportunity that you know, is just the, finally the, the payout that this person needs in their life. So uh, all the best to them. Yeah, hopefully, and they can get some ads sold and maybe carry some high-quality political commentary. All, all the best to them in their endeavors. <laughs> yes, hopefully they find somebody for that. Well, um, back to radio stations. Um, and this has been going on for several years. The Montana Ethical Hackers, which is sort of a hacker space up in Helena, um, they actually have their own low-powered FM radio station that they... Sort of broadcast uh, you know, pretty much from the heart of Helena, about 100 watts, so um, it goes far. But uh, when I was, I just stumbled across it, and they were um, playing LibreVox, which is basically open source uh, text recordings of, you know, usually you know free books, and uh, they were playing uh, the Federalist, Anti-Federalist Papers. <laughs> and I was just cruising around oh, Helena, man. and they were. They were on that for hours, and, uh, and the next time I was in Helena, they were reading Peter Pan. So that it's interesting that they're running a radio station and you know putting on whatever content they could find, apparently. So <laughs> anything without a license, huh? <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. But that's interesting. I don't know much about this group, uh, these Montana ethical hackers. Um, according to their website, they're a hacker space of forty some people that do. Hacker, and I should specify there, hackers as in people that enjoy tinkering with technology, not necessarily crackers who pe people that have some malfeasance in technology. So we'll make that distinction there. Technology enthusiast. Can't get them mixed up. I see. Well, that's cool that they got their own radio station. I'll uh, that is... out next time I'm in uh, Helena. Yeah, Where, uh, what dial is it? 100.7, I believe. Actually, let me pull up uh, my link here and make sure we're giving people the right info. Excuse me, 100.1 LPFM. 100.1, and it's AM or FM. is it FM? FM stereo high fidelity of LibreVox recordings. <laughs> I, that's a straight-up requirement there needed. So, okay, 100.1. I will check that out. Absolutely, and you do have to be in Helena proper. Like I said it's about 100 what? watts. So... I got it 
should get a repeater and uh maybe that 1310 guy can uh hook up a deal to rebroadcast their stuff yeah maybe they're uh i assume they're in different uh businesses but on a side note this is definitely off the record but i've also been told from the guy who knows stuff who i can't name that there will likely be other am radio stations coming in the future so apparently the future is now for am which is uh uh, off inter- the record on this live Facebook broadcast. Yep. Uh, I just can't tell you who said it, but oh, <laughs> both me and you know who. But I guess we'll find out if there are more AM radio stations to show up. But I love AM radio. If there's one thing I uh, enjoy is listening to Rush Limbaugh talk about how crazy people like me are. Oh, so. man. You got to get in a rush hour every morning. Every um, morning. Every- Always. The dial does not leave 1450 is so uh, now I can give a quick flick of the wrist to the left there and be on 1310 and check out some hopefully uh, music from the best era ever there the uh, 40s and 50s the swing stuff the big band you know well well they the new 1310 uh, they were playing some modern music they had some 80s and 90s in there as well oh Um, so it ruined it then it sounds like yeah we already have one of those stations. Yeah, we do. Uh, they, they go far back, though, so I don't know. I think they should probably focus on a market because the, the people that like that 40s and 50s stuff are not going to tolerate that 90s crap. They will not even bother dialing in if if they hear one chair song. Yeah, it, exactly. So they should you know probably reconsider, but I don't know. I imagine they take whatever's cheapest yeah. to, to whatever mm-hmm. licensing is cheapest. Exactly. But then again, you'd think that those big band songs from the 40s and 50s would have zero licensing and therefore be like, you know, the go to. But what do I know? I'm no professional or business manager of a radio station. So I'll uh, leave that to the pros. Well, you'd think so. But also know that there's a reason why you don't hear happy birthday in any commercial productions, because it is a licensed product and you have to pay to perform happy birthday. Yeah, there's a reason that Applebee's has 17 different weird songs. Yes. <laughs> well, um, yeah, 1450 a.m., great thought. Uh, over here in Missoula, it's 930 uh, a.m., the Patriot Radio. And uh, they actually have, uh, unlike 1450, they actually have local hosts here that are uh, talking about a number of issues. That actually, are... you mentioned it, 1450 in the mornings, I believe there is, or maybe it's not 1450, it's the uh, AFR American Family Radio. One of the two of them has Montana voices on. AFR has Montana voices? I think it's something like that. It's it's similar in name to our show, but it's a uh, radio station, and it, it, it's yeah. definitely got that libertarian feel to it. Libertarian, very right-leaning. Uh, reminds me of the old joke, what's the difference between AM and FM radio waves? <laughs> well, the uh, AM waves lean further to the right. <laughs> But uh, I have uh, tried to stream FM, including 1450 when I'm away. Uh, you need a good source for, like I said, your rush hour. And they also have, uh, does 1450 still carry Hannity afterwards, I think? Oh, yeah. it's. Um, I forget. It used to be like a real uh, super group they had going on because like early in the morning, I'd get in and it would be Laura Ingram would be on and she'd have like a two and a half hour segment. And then after Laura, it would be Rush. Rush would get on, yell for his two and a half hours, and then when Rush was done, it would be Sean Hannity. When Hannity was done, usually, I'm trying to think of who they would bring in. It was um, 
for the longest time it was Robert Davi, the actor. <laughs> Robert, I've oh the guy that was on Stargate is that the guy? I probably like I haven't looked up his IMDb actually in a long time, but he was an actor, but he uh, I guess has like a lot of strong political feelings, so they were like yeah, well, let's put him on a radio show, and so well, anyways the- after. His show stopped being on. They replaced him with the Jimbo Hannon show. Oh, I think it's Jimbo Hannon wasn't the on Stargate. Oh, okay. But if that's the only qualification, I mean, why doesn't Chuck Norris and uh, Hercules, Kevin Sorbo, they they should all have their own shows. Well, Kevin Sorbo does a lot of, uh, like, Christian banquets, I think. Yeah, that's his uh, new thing. He plays the villain in Christian... uh, fan fiction essentially so yeah so you know it's a niche market there but it's a paycheck so you, know, you can't blame the guy um well, he's always in another b and c class of things i mean hercules for as instrumental as it was in my childhood and and xena also great action in that um i can't imagine more high-paying gigs uh well they didn't have the the production quality did not lead on the uh, viewer to believe that a lot of money was spent on the show at all. So I could, I, I could agree with you on that. Well, all right. Um, and I guess we have one last bit of unfortunate news. It's, uh, you know, we're going to let down the entire flathead, uh, Valley community or Valley community as they call themselves, uh, Kalispell, but Mudman burgers up there is, is no more. They uh, closed their gates, uh, doors about a, about a week ago. And I'd, I'd eaten there just a month, uh, about a week before, just a couple days maybe, and uh, got a great burger there. And I could st- you could you taste the abuse and like the um, misery? Um, <laughs> yes, it's uh, made with tears. That's uh, that gives it that nice salty, grindy feel. So yeah, the, no, the, I, no, the burger was as good I as ever. And, at uh, first, I don't know why, but I thought that this was like some sort of sex abuse case. Uh, well, then when I read into it, it was just like he was hazing and harassing and like being emotionally abusive to his workers at this burger shop. Yeah, but you, you know, uh, in the one hand, I was trying to balance it out. I didn't want to try to defend the uh, old owners for for those not in the know. Mudman Burgers was a great burger. Well, they had great burgers. We'll say that. I won't call it. Um, no, they're just closing and the employees aren't even getting paid for the last two weeks. Oh, that's shitty. Yeah, that's that's very. Uh, that's unfortunate it is it is um but yeah not a great business great burgers though and they um were i guess a missionary type based restaurant so the proceeds went to support missionary work and a lot of the people that work there were people from other countries that you know came to america as refugees essentially or uh were converted or whatnot apparently but uh, apparently the owners were uh not so good at managing businesses because um you know, one story breaks that uh, some of your workers say they're not being treated well. And even the, uh, I think it was a flathead beacon that had it, um, even outlined, like, some people said that this is what happened in here, but, you know, a lot of employees really liked working there. Um, they, you know, did their due diligence were an actual journalist. Um, but apparently you know, there was not enough reserves or anything to, to handle that sort of bad press, and they, they shut their doors immediately afterwards. So maybe not a good business model that you don't have a... Uh, enough capital reserve to survive a week of bad press yeah i mean i don't know man uh it seems like a volatile market up there anyways 
But uh, I don't know. I mean, Roadhouse or Burger Dive are taking the number one spot for burgers. We've talked about this in the past, and I'm not even sure who's number three anymore. Yeah, hard to say. I don't think there is one. Um, Yeah, the spot remains open until someone applies. Until someone applies. Well, I'll be on the lookout for Montana's third best burger, and I'll be pleasantly surprised if anybody can knock the uh, the Roadhouse off their their pedestal. Well, so, I have to do. If you do find it, you'll need to do a video review. You know, I was working on that, and I was actually in there with my cameras at Mudman Burgers, uh, just you know, videographing my my burger, and while employees looked at me strangely. So, <laughs> sir, you need to take that outside. Well, that's all we have on our list, and I think we had another one in the books in our first live cast of Montana Voices podcast. So, what a time! Indeed, uh, you know, smash that like and subscribe. Leave a comment. Let us know how the quality was here. Uh, you know, both in content and in audio. And uh, yeah, we'll try to do better next time. And sorry if we disappointed. Kind of. No, no, everything was great, Bryce. Uh, you know, I've. I have not heard the, what the stream sounds like on the other side. So, yeah, everything's fine. Charter Internet's the best service to stream on. If so. this doesn't sound good, it's your uh, Internet problem and uh, your connection sucks. That 100%, Bryce. Well, you know, thank you for listening, and we'll go through the business once more, and then we'll uh, put this one in the books. Indeed. All right, here, one sec. Let me get back up to my business thing here. Uh, let's see got our website it's going to be montanavoicespodcast.com if you'd like to email us it's going to be montanavoices at gmail.com our twitter page as usual is going to be at montana underscore voices then our facebook page where we are currently live at right now is going to be at montana voices podcast uh then you can find all of our episodes on youtube just search for montana voices podcast here and then real quick uh, you know, I'm just going to check and see if there's any sort of shout out I can give here because uh, we did talk about him quite a bit today. So I'm just going to see if he's got any local shows coming up down the line. Uh, are we promoting Rick Tryon's um, <laughs> a music career at this point? Uh, never mind. He's uh, no upcoming shows. Oh, well, we mentioned him earlier, so I was going to say he's uh, got a, a potential show coming. You can go see him play some music, but he the last post I see is uh, from July 29th at the Celtic Cowboy. But I'll keep an eye out. If we see another post from him or any other local musicians like this, we'll uh, be sure to give a shout out. Absolutely. And Rick, I don't know if they just uh, you know call him in in the middle of the day, ask him to play at night, but it seems like his... Uh... His announcements are always the day of. It's not even him. There's a couple other people like that in town that uh, they do like, I'm playing here tonight, show up. And it's like, well, <laughs> gosh, I, I wish I could, but, but that's Very in 10 minutes. Very on-demand business. You know? I mean. <laughs> so I, I, I would really put that more so on like the event organizers of the places as opposed to the talent. Absolutely. Well, thank you for listening to episode 26 of Montana Voices podcast. Yeah, thanks. We'll uh, see you again later, whenever that may be. Thanks for listening.